Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ed Hip. And I'm Sincerely Jasmine, and you are now tuned in to Cultural Behavior on, on Water Ice Radio. Radio. Hey, y'all. I'm your host, Sincerely Jasmine. And I'm your boy, Ed Hip. Um, and you're now tuned into cultural behavior, where every element has a seat at the table. Uh, so today we're joined with our special guest, Gigi. Can I call you Gigi? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gigi, aka the Fashion Analysis. Um, so how are you guys today? I'm great. You go first. Yes. <laughs> I'm amazing. I mean, I'm here, so I'm excited. I know I'm here. I almost wasn't here, but <laughs> I made it here. So here we are. <laughs> this whole entire morning was kind of crazy. Because last night I was at a listening party. Mm-hmm. You always somewhere, bro. Listen, and I got in at like two in the morning. And I'm like, I gotta remember, I have to be up. I gotta be at the studio in the morning, <laughs> and I have to act like I went to bed on time. <laughs> so it's like, you know, now I'm like, at this point, I'm ready for everything. Mm-hmm. I was excited to meet you, and I'm glad you're here. Oh, awesome. I know. I'm so excited to finally get to meet you. Yeah. So I've been following you on Instagram, and if you like, check out the Philly influencer hashtag. Like, you are like one of the top hits on there. What? I, um, I didn't even know that. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, search yourself sometimes. Jeez. Yeah, so oh my god. Y'all check out the hashtag Philly Influencer, and I promise you're going to see the fashion analysis come up. Um, so tell us a little bit about you and your brand. And Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm Gigi Halisi. I blog at fashionanalyst.com. Uh, I am a fashion and lifestyle blogger, and blogging has kind of like started growing different avenues for me so now I I have my own podcast I now have a shoe business and I just started a black influencer community so yeah yeah so what's the name of that community it's called black influence I literally just launched it the beginning of this week okay I, I feel that I haven't been blogging for a long time or influencing for a long time it's it'll be four years in in October and that's a long, that's a long time. time. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's a baby a, in this game. No, that's a long no, time. No, no. I thought you were going to say four months. <laughs> right. I thought you were going to say four months. And that's like, I've talked to people that's four months in. So wow. that's a long time. Yeah. I, well, I am i didn't know that, but I'm grateful <laughs> for that, that revelation. But I realized that when I was being invited to these different events, I don't see a lot of people who look like me. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me. And so... I realized, like, okay, if you see a problem, instead of complaining about it, do something to fix it. So this week I I launched Black Influence, which is an Instagram site. Um, And, yeah, I'm just giving tips, tricks, things that I learned along the way uh, to be where I am now. So hopefully I'll inspire somebody else. That's really dope. I'm inspired. Hey, all right. That's why I need to know the name of it. All right, yeah. I love black communities. I love seeing people who look like me, people who do the same things as me Mm -hmm. in the same group. Right. You know, it's definitely beneficial for the people that is up and coming to see that some of us are still trying. Yeah. And we're still using each other to get where we need to be. So that's definitely dope. Definitely. It kind of makes me think about, and this is like my favorite, like, quote, the reference. I don't know word by word, but Issa Rae said, like as far as networking particularly in the black community we tend to like network upward Mm -hmm. Um, and that's when you kind of see yourself like getting into these uh, rooms and uh, sitting at these tables with people that don't really look like you because you're trying to meet with the CEO you're trying Mm -hmm. to meet with the director you know you're not necessarily trying to meet with the people who are like you Mm -hmm. um, and just looking for the next opportunity so it's it's, I think a platform that allow people to network across and like in our same niche so that's kind of the 
same type of vibe that we trying to provide. So I love awesome. it. I love it. I love I it. Love That's it. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you've been blogging for four years? It'll be four years in October. My gosh. Time oh, flies. Wow. Time to flies. Be exact, huh? Yeah. What to was be exact. like your beginning like topics? Where, you know. Ooh, uh, okay. So I started in... I, I first started in 2014. I didn't tell a lot of people this, but y'all are special. Sure. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I started back in 2014 with a Facebook blog called Review Fashion and Fitness, okay. where I just kind of like needed an outlet because I always found myself talking about different fashion news and things that I found. And the people in my circle, they were just like, girl, I don't want that. So I was like, <laughs> fine, I'm going to take my talent to the internet. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I started that Facebook group. And once I hit my first like 1,000 followers on Facebook, I was like, okay. Maybe I need to find a way to make money from this. Right. And so uh, I launched Review Fashion and Fitness on an actual actual website. And my first blog post, girl, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you, I was so excited because it was right around the time Beyonce dropped her self-titled album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? In order to be different, I'm going to do something crazy. So me and my best friend, we created a blog post where for each track of the Beyonce album, right. we created a cocktail that kind of like matched oh, the vibe of the song. That's decent. Listen, I was hype about <laughs> it. I was like, this gonna be lit, people gonna Ooh. love it. And the first comment on that blog post was a negative one. Oh gosh. Of course. I mean you were doing something right. But at the time I didn't know and it crushed me. And so I stopped blogging for a whole year. I was like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe you know, I know my grammar isn't always right. Maybe my photos weren't good, but maybe this this just isn't, isn't this just isn't the avenue I should take. Right, right. About a year later, in 2015, I was like, you know what? Screw y'all! Like I'm gonna do me. Like right. I've never lived my life based off of what other people thought about me, right. and I didn't understand why I was starting now. Right. right. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna relaunch it, but I'm gonna rebrand it as well, and that's when the fashion analyst was born. Oh wow! Mm. Good story, though. I that's mean, a crazy hey. background. I know, right? And to think that the negativity really made you back away from it mm-hmm. is crazy because, yeah. but it's so common. Yeah. And a lot of us have like platforms that's like not real mm-hmm. yes. you know some people like come into play saying like oh i'm this type of individual right and then they battle with trying to be that person mm-hmm. off of the internet mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's really good to know who you are right and, and that you stuck yeah. with your passion right, right. That's, absolutely that's the key point that's right a here. solid yeah. calling yeah. Yeah. yeah do you remember that comment what did it say uh oh it was it was like a shady john on like twitter so it was like <laughs> just at oh, me bro is. just at me because i know you're talking about me so uh the comment was like um it was something like on the lines of like, you be great. Oh, that's what it was. It was just like, you be great. I'm going to just let you be great. That's what it was. Oh, wow. And I was like, solid. Was it the beehive? Right. No, it wasn't. Because you know the beehive. It wasn't. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, I got I got great feedback, but I've learned like sometimes you can get 110 amazing comments supporting you. And then that just that one comment that's negative will just blow you. Yeah. yeah. And, and listen. I can't, I can't even tell you guys all the good feedback that I did get from it. I can tell you the that negative one. negative one that got you to stop. Exactly. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that goes, like you say, that goes to show that it's always that that moment where chase your dreams. Like, you know, pursue your dreams, follow your dreams. Even if you got to take a break and just let your passion get back to you. It's right. like, if that's your right. purpose, like, stick out, stick with it. Like, so mm-hmm. that's that's a great story and, uh, like, theme there. So, that's good. Awesome. I have a question, though. Sure. So when when it comes to you know you were saying like 
you were working in certain places where you didn't see people who looked like you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now about being around those individuals where you see people who look like you with the hair, mm-hmm. making fashion statements? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel amazing, but then that also, you know, I sometimes I think a lot. And um, when I see people who look like me, it makes me happy. But then that makes me also question is this a diversity move or is this an inclusion move? Ooh. Which are two different things. Whoa. That's a topic. Wait, Let's so talk about you, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't understand there's a difference between diversity and inclusion. Diversity means I'm going to invite you here so when they take pictures, I look good in front of everybody because I have people that don't look like me. Right? right? Yeah. Inclusion is when not only do I want you around me, but I want I you on you. my... Exactly. Mm. I want you on my board of directors. I want you to, like, be a manager. I want you to be not some basic hire i don't want you to be a exactly i want you to call shots i want to hear your opinion i want to make sure that everyone feels like they're a part of this and can be represented in this brand i don't want you for a look and so and that's where i am right now like making sure that people are learning what they need to learn specifically black people know what they need to learn in the in the uh, influencer industry so that they can be included and not just a prop And I think that's a big thing, like particularly in the influencer, this blogger arena, in the entertainment industry in general, where it's like they're inviting us to these things Mm -hmm. and they're making these things fun for us. And Mm -hmm. it's so like, you know, culturally appropriate. Right. But it's like, is this for us? Right. Or is this just to be posted on your Instagram because Mm -hmm. it looks nice to have three pictures of three black girls on your Instagram because you've only been it's been whitewashed for years. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think just like the. The basis is a lot of these companies and organizations aren't necessarily built with black minorities in mind mm-hmm. as far as being a part of their theme or their motto or their goal. Right. Um, and now it's just like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Right, oh, right, they right. cool right now. Right. Oh, they making money. People are right, following them. Right. They're getting likes. Mm-hmm. They're getting views. We probably should send them some free stuff. Right. And that's the beginning. Yeah. Right? Honestly, like, that's so where it started with me. It know? is. It really is a, just a point where it's like, it's like being conscious and saying, well, am I actually being used? Am, right. am I being right. used? Right. You know? So right. that, I think that is very important. Absolutely. Um, it also comes with brand knowledgement. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to know what you're the working brand with. stands for. 100%. We could have been saying like, all right, come to cultural behavior mm-hmm. and not give you a background. Right. You know what I mean? We could have been saying come anywhere mm-hmm. and it was up to you to do the research and say, yes, this furthers who I am right, right. now. Right. Or this makes sense right. with my brand. Right. And I think that's really what it all falls down to, like doing things that stick with your brand or stick with your purpose or stick with your ultimate goal. Yes. And not just doing stuff just Mm -hmm. to do it. Just going places just to go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. You are a statement. And I just have to go back on that. You were saying you didn't want to be like the look or just all about looks. Right. But you give statement. Mm -hmm. So people sometimes jump out at the first thing that they see. Mm -hmm. The first thing we said to each other was how each other looked. Right. You know, we were in the the, the elevator and she's Mm -hmm. like, you know, what do you do? Why did you get on? Mm -hmm. And I'm right there. They're the same thing. You You don't see me. Oh, wow. And here we are. Right, right, right. So, you know, looks sometimes draw you in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you get you know, sidetracked with people's intention right. because the compliments sometimes make your head so much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and there's a lot of people who would give me free shoots and mm-hmm. give me all these different merch and stuff. Right. And then after that, 
they want me to do some crazy like brand stuff with them and it's mm-hmm. like i never told you i was capable of this right you know and that's where you walk away from it because right. now you're digging a, a ditch right now right. exactly you know so yeah. knowing who you are is mm-hmm. like the, i feel like the main thing that i'm going to get from this entire episode yeah because everything that we're speaking about is like just acknowledgement of who yourself is facts you know what i mean and that's mm-hmm. major for me yeah because going through the different stages i went through just from working and being around people like you mm-hmm. i've changed looks every two weeks mm-hmm. you know next time you see me i may not look like this right you know so it's Same like here. i'm all about <laughs> look and statements so, yeah you know mm-hmm. i feel like this is definitely the start of something major mm-hmm. having somebody here with a visual statement mm-hmm. as well as a vocal one yep yeah speaking of the visual statement mm-hmm. so this picture this beautiful picture he's appearing so tell us about that event where were you that night Ooh, that was actually my first time going to new york fashion week Ooh. Oh, that's coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I w- was super duper excited. I was like, "Oh, snaps! Like your girl, I'm making it." <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so I went to New York for a couple of days, and I attended some fashion shows. And yeah, how was that? You know, I feel that um, New York Fashion Week is it's an interesting event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's not for me, but that's just me. Okay. Uh, but I'm glad that I was able to experience it. Not saying that I wouldn't go again, but that particular time, it showed me a lot about what the fashion industry looks like right. on another level. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so what would you bring to that if you were given the opportunity? Because as an artist, there's a lot of stuff that, like, like we were saying, we're invited to, mm-hmm. and we take... Um, whatever we've, we felt while being there mm-hmm. home with us, whether it's good or bad. Right. And we do with that sometimes something and sometimes nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you were to have an opportunity to bring something to the table in terms of fashion week, what would you want to see differently? What would you want to feel? Um, that's a really good question. Honestly, I want to feel more included. Mm-hmm. I feel like New York fashion, the fashion industry period is it's different it's like a different vibe like you spend all your time like trying to get to this certain point and when you get there it's like this is what i worked so hard for (laughs) yeah you know so but it was a great experience because it taught me how to not be and i feel like a lot of times when you work hard to get to a certain area you forget the struggle that got you to that point and you know not trying to throw anything under the bus or anything like that because New York Fashion Week was amazing. There are some people who who absolutely love it. Me, I prefer to be able to connect with people, talk with people. Got it. Identify, you know, that yeah, type of it thing. It seems like in all my years' experience, I talk like I'm so old, <laughs> but in all my years' experience, I've never made it to New York Fashion Week and it's just because, like, me personally, I don't like congested events yeah i don't like you know like whether Mm -hmm. like and i've been invited for press i've been invited to attend like and Mm -hmm. it's just like i just the congestion new york's congestion in general like in general already kind of like makes me anxious yeah but new york fashion week makes me anxious like (laughs) and i'll probably will be there like next weekend Mm -hmm. because i was invited Mm -hmm. but um at the end of the day it's definitely a great experience and it's mm-hmm. a good way to network with people mm-hmm. and, and meet like-minded people definitely um but we're going to take a quick break and um we'll get back to this in a few minutes awesome All right welcome back you are tuned into cultural behavior podcast i am your girl sincerely jasmine i'm your boy ed hip 
and we are here with Gigi. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to just jump into some Q&A. Obviously, we got some insight on your brand, but want to know a little bit more about you. So firstly, I know you said that, and this is like backtracking. I know you said that you, your first blog involved fitness. It was like mm-hmm. a fashion and fitness blog. Right. So like, how do you identify like as far as like what type of blogger do you consider yourself? Uh, I consider myself a fashion and lifestyle, more lifestyle mm-hmm. um, than anything. I And there are different types of fashion bloggers. You have, like, fashion bloggers who are more pop culture, where they keep up with the celebrities. Right. You have um, fashion bloggers who are more strictly about news, like what designer or Drop fashion house. Is coming. Exactly. And then you have your style bloggers, which is like, this is how you wear these outfits. Right. right. I find myself more of the fashion news. Mm-hmm. So I like finding facts um from different sources and blogging about that okay mm-hmm. you need the facts yeah a lot of people who hear things and just post go right with it. You know, yeah right there, especially no fashion on factual stuff mm-hmm. you see how we were talk- having that conversation about like having copyrights with like the music yep. and stuff yeah mm-hmm. like there should be something where you posting facts and lies about things <laughs> right. where it can't go through. Fact check before you go publish it right 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 it's a lot of people who get the slander and it's like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you need those blogs that's like really doing the research and putting it out. There. Yeah, right. right. So I started as a blogger, mm-hmm. and I only blogged events I was actually present for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If I was sitting in there and mm-hmm. I can tell you the vibe and all that, mm-hmm. then I can sit here and say, well, this event was such and such. I'll never speak on it if I didn't go. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You don't want people to say, well, you don't, don't listen to Ed. Everything he say is scheme. Right. <laughs> right. You know I mean? Yeah. And it's a rat for you after that. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's a good point. It seemed like you kind of got like the style part down too. Yeah, thank you. So I like, and that's why I was like, I'm doing my research. So that's why I wanted you to like, you know, let me know what you identify as. Cause I know it is like so many different sectors in the blogging world. Um, so like what originally got you into fashion? Like obviously four years ago, it was more so like fashion and fitness. So mm-hmm. what made you like kind of just fashion? Well, I've always been interested in fashion growing up my family didn't have a lot of money but we were always like window shop my mom taught me the art of window shopping (laughs) (laughs) so i would beg to go to the mall during the weekends Mm -hmm. and just window shop and i started i don't know just putting together pieces that i had that we were able to afford and just rocking it the way that i knew how right and so and then also i would talk about fashion so i read a lot of magazines my my entire family were readers and so we were i would read a lot especially magazines and i would want to talk to people about it right and no one in my immediate circle was into fashion so it was kind of like oh did you guys read it the, and they're like girl bye like i don't <laughs> i don't want to hear it so i was like who, I was almost like suppressing my love for fashion, and then eventually it was just like, forget that. I'm just yeah. I'll right. tell the world. That's right. That's how we all Somebody out there likes it. Yeah. So I'm gonna connect with them. So I yeah. Like that. So do you feel as though, as your grand your brand progress, there will be like different sectors coming after like you know fashion and fitness will there be anything like food related or well yeah so that's where lifestyle kind of like ties everything in because after a while when i started the blog i was just strictly doing fashion and i was like i'm so much more than just just fashion and there are different things and people that inspire me that i want to talk about so that's when i kind of like 
branched off into doing more of the lifestyle where, you know, I give my advice, whether it's how I'm feeling that day or something that I watched or a restaurant that I went to or was invited to that I wanted to write about. And so I started including like more lifestyle stuff. And now I feel like it's full All circle coming together. Right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. about that feeling. Yeah. So speaking on that, how are y'all feeling about the Justin Bieber collection? This collection I need emotion. Mm. <laughs> I need to- well, I didn't know Justin Bieber dropped the collection right. until like five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Honestly speaking. But it kind of goes like, and I'm no fashion expert. We all know that. But it kind of goes to like, why, why is fashion toning down i feel like fashion before was just like like fur and mm-hmm. like you know like <laughs> right. glitter gold right, right. like fashion was like out there now i feel like fashion is becoming like taking a step back very monotone like everybody's into like very neutral colors mm-hmm. very subtle very calm like very minimal mm. so i'm like why are we like is that what fashion is in 2019 right i think fashion is always like a spinoff of where we are with music mm. as of right now you see music is becoming the new political, mm-hmm. you know, outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Meek Mill partnering up with Jay-Z, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you got those type of things that shaping our culture. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as of right now, you see what Meek Mill, he's representing people of the urban scene. Mm-hmm. So what do you wear in the urban scene? More lax clothing. Mm-hmm. We're not upwear, you know, we're down. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like, at the end of the day, I it's never like, looked at it like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where we are right now. And then when you got people who are more so at the top of their game, like the John Legend and all those Right. Mm-hmm. They still high fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look at how I used to dress in 2008, I was way more casual because you got the yays with the backpack right. and all right. that. And nowadays, you look at who we have on the radio and look what we got. Stuff like this. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like at the end of the day, you got to look at That's what, true. what music has to do with fashion. Mm-hmm. And I think you know it's interesting saying? that you did bring up uh, the Meek Mill and police reform thing. Um, it's like, I feel like going back to the Justin Bieber question. I feel like the clothes kind of give me like dickies. Yeah, that's on the exactly yard. what I thought. Like, that's exactly what I thought. Real like, yeah. I don't want to say in jail, but <laughs> like very like I don't know because like at first I mean it it like when I looked at it I wanted to say that it kind of reminds me of the original Yeezy collection with just mm-hmm. the neutral tones, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like as much like i don't know like it wasn't like i wouldn't say like as scruffy is that mm-hmm. but it's just giving no. me like, it's real boxy and yeah, just bland and the models are bland no offense to them if they're listening um no. but yeah it's just i didn't like it yeah yeah but why do everybody who records music think they have to like tap in the fashion? Why did Justin well, Bieber I mean, drop a collection? Let's it's the talk same about thing that. what you said. Music dictates yeah. fashion. Right. So if you're in music, you're always you, you got a stylish, you always have to wear the latest clothing. So why not go into like it just makes sense based off of True. what you just said. It just furthermore shows that the people which is the artist who's creating these fashion brands, they're still being told. Mm-hmm. You're being told what your brand should look like. Right. Versus people like me who went to school and if I said tomorrow I want to drop a clothing line. Right. It would be based off notebooks of... full of clothing and sketches. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like that's original pieces. Right. And nobody's telling me what to put out. Right. Mm-hmm. I would like to know more about the background and maybe that will maybe we'll do some research on that and talk about that next episode. Right. If we can do a little bit like maybe there's some backstory to mm-hmm. it. Maybe it's, it represents something, but like the smiley face, what is it? Like a smiley face? I don't like it. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I just don't 
don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a no for me. Yeah, it's a hard no. All right, so three no's from us, Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next topic. <laughs> um. All right, so like, kind of getting back to the lifestyle thing. That's mm-hmm. something that I kind of noticed about your Instagram and your website. You do like IG lives and kind of just like explaining like situations that's like everybody can kind of relate to. Right. Um. So like, what gets you like? How do you decide on your topics or like the content, like the, the type of stuff that you put out under right. your lifestyle Ooh. umbrella? I, honestly, it's just how I feel. It's just how I feel. Um, one thing that I've learned in this blogging process is that I'm not alone. That no matter how old I get, people the same age as me, even older than me, don't have it figured out. Mm-hmm. And I feel we have sure. this mindset that once you hit a certain age, you're supposed to know everything. Right. And I was feeling like that. So I was like, you know what? During this process of growth and learning, I'm going to share it. And I've gotten so much more feedback from that because I realized there are other people who struggle with the same thing. Right. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was uplifting and encouraging people who were in the same kind of mind state as, as me. Okay. And clearly, there's not enough... There's not enough brands that actually consider the people that's buying into them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for you to even have that much of a conscience towards what you are trying to Your put Your target out, audience. Yeah. yeah it you says know. a lot. I mean, I love people at the end of the day. I went to college, uh, majored in business and minored in psychology. So okay. people and the way they think has always been a passion of mine. Okay. But I wanted to do it in a more unorthodox kind of way. Right, right. Can I like you, it. Can you kind of explain like how, how does the psychology part tie into like the business and all that because people do not understand yeah I mean you have to know how people think or what they might think in order to cater to them the best way possible Right. so I think part of it too is knowing why you're getting into something and then once you understand why you're getting into it then you can kind of maneuver with you know how do I best help these people you know what I mean so at the end of the day I want it to be more of a community that's why I started it because there were people who felt alone, like I did. And I want to make sure that the people who see my blog post or my social media, they can be like, I identify with that girl. Mm-hmm. She crazy, but I like her. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah. Makes sense. That, that definitely makes sense. Because a lot of people don't realize that beyond, like, what you walk past and read on the ads, mm-hmm. there's more of a conscience to a lot of brands. Mm-hmm. You know, some people target specific causes Absolutely. and specific movements. And mm-hmm. a lot of us see past it and say, damn, I don't understand this this collection, right. but this is geared towards heart disease. Right. And you're knocking it, you know? Right. So it's like when you can put involvement in like your brand that like, I love my brand so much. Facts. I want to connect with the people mm-hmm. who look like me, mm-hmm. who's listening to me, you mm-hmm. know, things of that nature. Yeah. Like, it's definitely dope. Because yeah. I feel like now that I got to meet you as well as follow you on Instagram, I care about your cause now. Hey. You know what I mean? Because it's like Thank I see you. somebody else who's making statements yeah. and, and look like me, mm-hmm. and we out here. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. That's we right. We working. We <laughs> working. So okay. Good. This is so random, but like this is so important. This is like my favorite topic. But as you said you ma- you minors in psychology. Yeah. I've majored in sociology, so like I'm like this is an important topic. I always mm-hmm. want to talk about. We're gonna probably always talk about it on cultural behavior. <laughs> um, so let's talk about 
the fashion and lifestyle um, industry and mm-hmm. mental health. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Let's do it. Especially with you saying that you, you know, like you identify well with your um, your target audience, which mm-hmm. I think is just from a marketing aspect in general, branding aspect is very important to know who your audience is, how they feel, how they want to feel mm-hmm. um, from the, the things that you put out. But then just also just like acknowledging your mental health as yeah. a person who's developing all of yeah. these things and doing all of these things for everyone else and being mindful of everyone else yeah um, like how does that like ultimately affect you yeah it may it makes me so much more sensitive to other people in their their mental state um i grew up in north philadelphia graduated from strawberry mansion high school mm-hmm. so i was a ghetto girl once once <laughs> upon a time but it I, I never understood kind of like the trauma that I experienced, not mm-hmm. at home, but in going to Strawberry Mansion, like living and living in that exactly that yeah. community. And it wasn't until my sophomore year in college, I was actually diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And that was because I have seen people get shot. I've mm-hmm. seen people just get beat up and jumped. And, you know, I even dated a guy who was murdered and his body was dumped on the front of my school steps like but that was the life that was the culture that i grew Mm. up in so me i'm just like oh cool that's life like well not cool but it was just like all right like just take it on the chin and keep moving and it wasn't until college that people were like the fact that you can't function when it's quiet is a problem and so once i kind of started talking to people i started seeing counselors and I was diagnosed and I was just like, wow, okay, cool. But how many more people do I talk to on a daily basis via social media who are going through the same thing, who don't know that they have these issues? So I need to be more sensitive. I need to let people know that I'm there for them. I need to let people know, like, no matter what the numbers might say on my profile, DM me. Like, I can help you. Mm. We can help each other. Like, let's grow. Let's pass this. So I'm just very passionate about it. You know, people just understanding that mental illness is like, it's out here. Yeah, it's out here. I think that's very important. I I too um, was raised, born and raised in North Philly, and it's like you, we like just as. As black people, you know, like we just kind of become whether you're in it directly or around right. it or know mm-hmm. people that are in it, mm-hmm. it just becomes like kind of numb. Just like yeah, that's just like what happens. Like you know, right, like people right, right. are just sad yeah. and angry right. all the time. Like yeah. that's just normal. Right? People aren't happy. People like mm-hmm. my parents, my grandparents. These mm-hmm. people aren't happy. Our family. Like you know, like it's just right. like that's just what's embedded in us. Yes. And it's like important to talk about. Like it's it's okay to say, hey, I'm not okay. Yes. You know. Like yes. it's okay to say, hey, like I, this makes me upset. Right. Like, some, like I feel like me personally, mm-hmm. I'm like such a like happy go lucky person and like such a busybody all the time that it's like when I actually feel a certain way, I convince myself that I don't feel right. that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not sad. Right. Right. Like, but it's yeah. like I'm sad. Sad. <laughs> but on the inside. I'm sad. Yes. And it's okay. I need to sit down. Right. Stop mm-hmm. running around. Stop trying to take me and stop trying to sit down and do all this right. other stuff and say, hey, listen, I'm sad. This made me sad. Yes. Right. And I might can't fix it. Yeah. And it, it it might happen again. But this made me sad. Right. And I'm sad. Yes. <laughs> Acknowledging and also speaking it, like yep. saying, saying it, talking it, right. it out. Right. I feel like 
we always suppress stuff because we need to be strong and it's okay to not be strong sometimes actually i'm I'm gonna rephrase it if you feel sad if you cry it is not a sign of weakness i was raised my entire life thinking sadness and crying because things weren't working out was weakness and it's not it takes more courage to acknowledge that you're upset why you're upset and even confronting the person that made you upset it takes more courage doing that so you are far from weak right. you know experiencing those emotions it's a beautiful thing just let it let it flow right the wave absolutely yeah and on that note we're going to take a break you are now watching cultural behavior podcast with your host ed hip and sincerely jasmine and we're here with Gigi, and hey. we'll be back you are now back to cultural behavior i'm your girl sincerely jasmine I'm your boy, Ed Hip. And we here with Gigi. Hey. <laughs> I'm so happy I can call you Gigi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Please do. I feel like we cousins now. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> um, so I got an important topic. While we was on break, we listened to a little Ariana Grande. So since we're on the topic of fashion, let's talk about fashion and culture. How do y'all feel about Ariana Grande? I don't know. Did y'all hear? Like, y'all know what's going on with her and this song and the yeah. video? I've never seen the video, but I've heard a lot about people's opinion on the song. So, the video, Ed probably, like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, feel me. <laughs> so, yeah. Ariana dropped a song called Seven Rings. I think Seven Rings. Um, it's a bop. I like the song. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. Um, but in the song, she's like, she bought her hair. Like, she mm-hmm. just, it's a very... Uh, black culture type song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely got a flow similar to uh, Soldier Boy, Pretty Boy Swag, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was hilarious because Soldier Boy <laughs> post on Instagram <laughs> when the video dropped from some Ariana. <laughs> Soldier Boy is crazy. But anyway, so she got a Soldier Boy flow. The video itself was shot at the Pink Trap House mm-hmm. uh, that's associated with uh, Pretty Girls Love Trap. That's what it's called, right? Pretty Girls Love yeah, Trap. Yeah, mm-hmm. two chains. Um, yeah. Um, so two chains, Soldier Boy, and then uh, the, the line apparently, and I'm not like a fan or familiar, very familiar with Princess Nokia, mm. but the line where she like talked about her hair or like uh, like basically saying that she bought her hair, apparently mm. that was a line that Princess Nokia mm-hmm. had said in one of her songs. Mm. Um, and Princess Nokia is Hispanic, so I think the whole like rave is just like, well, it's this you know pop culture mm. like pop white girl saying like how do we still in all these different pieces of the black culture like obviously a soldier boy flow obviously uh two chains type video and then the the lines are known to be pulling from different different parts so Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know how i feel about that even though like i didn't really hear it Mm -hmm. but just to hear that like nothing sounds like it relates to her actual culture right it's like a red flag to me right because it's like if i came in here right now with the the mexican get up on it's like okay Ed, what's up with you right you know so you gotta <laughs> explain yeah you gotta right. come in here and, and let us know what you represent and right like what, the, what this is all about you know right. you can't just drop something and then expect us to just blend it in with the uh, cardi b's and all that and right. not wonder what this is about right you know what i mean you buying your hair okay we don't need to really know that right. you know what i mean on top of that you using the trap vibe for right. me personally yeah. i don't know if you would consider this culture or vulture like right. i don't know what to call it <laughs> right. you know honestly yeah it, what do you what do you take on this i mean it's definitely uh i, I wouldn't label it of course as black culture however 
black culture has always been a wave though mm-hmm. like we've always Fix. been bomb people always bit our style like right unfortunately that is life um but I always, my rule of thumb is quote your sources. Like, if you right. were inspired by somebody, say you were inspired by somebody. If you this song made you think of something, like, when Cardi B came out with Bodak Yellow, right. Yellow right. she said in, in interviews, like, I, lo- I, I took Kodak Black's flow right. in this song. And it's just like, quote your sources. Right. right. I, I like the song. I, I vibe to it. But I take it at face value. That's just what it is. Yeah. She, she just riding up. I mean, she like black black people right and then we talking about like the fact that i guess a lot of people argue about like whether she's hispanic or if she's like half black or but it's like ariana grande is 100 percent white like yeah. so like let's not try to Full make blood. excuses right. for it like right. she's definitely white yeah. so that's 100 percent a fact um so i guess people are having a problem with her just like tanning her skin a little bit more yeah which yeah. i think all white women are doing right now yeah. i think that's just a it's trend just a I, 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 yeah it's, it's very it's weird winter time right now who wants to be golden I like, mean, a lot of people surprisingly <laughs> listen melanin pops people do. love it when the sun hits that golden yes. skin and then the flakes just bounce. <laughs> like we are lit period yes. like you know what i mean and you know, listen, if you want to tan, do you, boo. But I don't like it when people use darkening their skin to identify more with a specific type of right. group of people. Right. That's I when I have a problem. Thing. Like, thing. with the video, right. it was like, she definitely was brown as hell in that video. Yeah. I see um, she the she The signature ponytail, yeah. long weave ponytail. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm used to that. So, she was her. on her Kim Kardashian. But it, and it, it, I'm happy you brought that up because mm-hmm. it's like, so we have this like all right everybody's attra- attacking ariana grande but mm-hmm. what about like all the other white women that we love that That's like right. you know attack right. or not attack but rather um still still the black culture I mean, just like, like, yeah. yeah but let's, let's i can't think of a, 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 a phrase thing. to kind of water it down but what, what about the other people so it's like why are we attacking ariana but then like keeping up with the kardashians Facts. because like like you said like they're attacking like white women or that they no one knew what she was right my thing is why are you saying grande like uh, no <laughs> she went on an interview and like pronounced her name correctly she said that her name is pronounced Grandy. Wow. But people call it people call her Grande. But she said, No, my name See, is Ariana Grandy. Right wow. You gotta know. Wow. Yeah. I wow. had no idea. Yeah. So that's all new to me. I heard that here too. Okay, just for so the she's definitely mm. white Facts. and not Hispanic and mm-hmm. her last name's not Grande. Nope. Whoa. Yeah. See that see that was the other side. I'm thinking Grande when Right, I seen so that. The, yeah. I think that's another thing. Just yeah. like other side. going back to us talking about psychology. It's just one of those things. You see a Spanish word yes. and you see this tan girl mm-hmm. with this high ponytail. Right. Very and now she's Selena. So yeah. You like there has to be some type of connection. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to backtrack, but y'all heard about Yes Jewels? Everybody familiar with Yes Jewels? Please I, yeah. mm-hmm. So I think and I don't know for sure because I did not listen to the song, but she apparently dropped a song uh and the internet's mad at Yes Jewels again. Mm-hmm. The black community always, we, we do are. this thing that my, my problem with Yes Jewels is that we do this thing where it's like one day we hate Yes Jewels. Mm-hmm. The next day we're booking Yes Jewels right. for our right. like Miami beach party. And then like it, it's just like this back and forth. Like pick let's a pick side. a side right. and like mm-hmm. stick with it. Like I think like as a whole, like as a community, we need to pick a side with this girl. Right. Because yeah. we're giving her too much leverage. And we're giving also, her too much attention. Since we are speaking 
on it in that manner for those who do not know who she is or what she sings or anything could you tell us like who is this individual that's the thing like it's not she's not really anyone because i'm like yeah. okay yeah. do you know who yes Jules is yes okay so how would you describe it um she's more uh she's inf- definitely like an influencer she's definitely an influencer promoter mm-hmm. um slash manager so, yeah, I think she just got into I management. Think, but no, she's not she's not known as an artist. Right, so this no. song is something new. Um and But she I, does manage a lot of artists. She though. does manage like a one lot of my favorite I'm not gonna say favorite, but one person that I really love that she manages is O Seven O Shake. Okay. Oh, from she, Jersey. She manages. Oh mm-hmm. wow. I and didn't I, know that. I love O Seven O Shake. But yeah, that's how I found out who Yes Jules okay, was like cool. a couple uh, years ago yeah yeah and that explains me I'm just I'm familiar like, with her brand like the whole never not working thing mm-hmm. um but like just being in tune with social media I just know that our community's always on and off with this girl like you know like one yeah. day right, it's right. like oh she's the biggest culture vulture known to mankind mm-hmm. and then wow. we keep allowing her to get back into the realm of stealing you know our identity or stealing what we you know, we're blaming her for it. So right. it's like, are mm. we the blame? Like, you know, like, why? Absolutely. I think, we need, to, I think we need to pick I a side. Yeah. I'm, it's a no for me, yes, Jules. Well, what was the song? What's the song about? I don't know. I didn't, I'm not that into her. That's <laughs> right. what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, I, yeah. I picked my side. My side was, I don't follow her. Like, right. Like, you right, know, right. like, that's. I'm sitting here like, I need to know what this is about. No, yeah. I, I just, research. I've just been seeing it trending. Like, so I'm like, okay, I, I see the internet hates yes, Jules again. <laughs> she apparently, <laughs> because of a song. Yeah. But yeah. So that's very interesting. And that's one thing where it's like knowing your knowing yourself. You right. see, like the whole entire time we were speaking, we were talking about knowing yourself right. and your identity. Right. And it's like clearly, if somebody love you one week and hate you the next, there's something wrong with yes. you. You know right. what I mean? Because like, it's like it's nowhere. You hell. keep putting yourself back in right, this, right. this mm-hmm. ring, this arena to be like yeah. completely, you know, destroyed. Right, yeah. right, right. And the last thing you want to do is put yourself in a predicament where you're giving your all. But then your all is what does your career. Right. Because your all is being inserted in the wrong area. Right. And Facts. with the wrong people Facts. and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. today the internet got one click and it killed your whole career. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? One repost and it'll kill your career. Yep. Right. So you got to be cautious of who you are before you hit that submit yeah. or that post button and all that yes. type of stuff. Absolutely. Because 100%. at the end of the day, once it hit the internet, once like it's out there, say, it's out there forever. forever. <laughs> I remember, this is, I'm sorry, it's a random story, but once it's out there, it's out there. I had this random picture of me that got turned into a meme and went viral on Facebook and it was real weird so like be careful like it once it's out there I couldn't even be mad I'm like well I did post this on a gram and my gram is in private so like I guess do what you want like Mm -hmm. but it was definitely it was like a a Christian like Jesus quote so I was like cool that's nice well that's not bad yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't like you know the person who was trying to slam you though that's why it wasn't anything bad but yeah um, that happened. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. You are now tuned into Cultural Behavior Podcast with your boy Ed Hip. And I'm sincerely Jasmine. <laughs> and we're here with Gigi. It's me. Be right back. Hey, y'all. Y'all back to Cultural Behavior. I'm Sincerely Jasmine. And I'm your boy, Ed Hip. And we still here with Gigi. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just want to thank you so much for taking your thank time you out of your busy me. schedule yes. to come sit down yes. with Listen, us. No problem. Especially as we're like just getting things flowing. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, she popping. She yo, <laughs> listen. <laughs> the energy you. was there, and yeah. like I'm a, I'm a real like energy based person. Same. That's right. Even you know, no matter what the circumstances, is, if it's work or just something fun. Yeah, yeah I definitely think we made a, a good genuine connection here. Today. Absolutely, good vibe so, only for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. So tell us, tell everybody where they can find you at website, social media. Yeah. Okay, so my website is thefashionanalyst.com. You can follow me on Instagram at thefashionanalyst. The same with Facebook, thefashionanalyst. Twitter, I'm underscore fashionanalyst because, you know, you only get 15 characters. And they were like, no, girl, that's too many letters. (laughs) So, yeah, so underscore fashionanalyst. Yeah, and if you're interested in learning tips and tricks about influencing blogging and growing your brand, check me out also on Instagram at blk underscore Influence, which is black influence. Yes, I know me and Ed gonna be following that soon as we get out of here. I'm probably following you now. I don't know. (laughs) That's just how in tune I am with people doing those kind of things. Awesome. Make sure y'all definitely check her out. And you can obviously follow us on Instagram, Cultural Behavior, um, and tune in next time. So I just wanna thank you, Gigi, for pulling up a seat at our table. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. All right. And I'm your girl, Sincerely Jasmine. I'm your boy, Ed Hip. Tune into Cultural Behavior next time. Yeah.